Welcome into the 2021 God Hates Jags NFL Draft Podcast. Thanks for tuning in today. We have Todd Patrick McShay with us. We have Mike Shimmer Mayock in the house, and I am Mel Sean Kuyper with you guys. Uh, what? Down all things. I'm Mayock? Yeah, you're Mayock. You're the... At least I'm the only real GM. Yeah, you're the most gainfully employed, that's I would right. think. So. That's, that's accurate on two fronts. You did take <laughs> Colin, Falale, Colin Farrell over Josh Allen. I'm though. not actually uh, Mike Mayock, but that was a John Gruden's decision. <laughs> Probably. He did pick him. My favorite, I looked up uh, Mel Kuyper. When did he, how long has he been doing the draft for ESPN? Pop quiz. Oh, man. I'm going to say years. like, yeah, I was going to say 40 years. Oh, so give me a, uh, give me a uh, year. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, uh, 1982. <laughs> <laughs> Who said 82? I did. Patrick. You're closer. 1984. Uh, so you guys are definitely both in the ballpark. This wow. man, since 1984, four years older than I've been alive, has been paid to just sit around and make up who, which team is taking who to the best of abilities. Like, but he, like, invented that. I know? guess, yeah. I guess, like – He was, you, like, the first guy doing it. True. Like, keeping track of every player and that sort of thing. Still probably works maybe two months out of the year. Man, what a job. He doesn't have to be I feel crushed. like he works constantly, don't you? Well, I feel like by default, that's like saying, like, you know, Tom Cruise doesn't have to work. He just chooses to work. I feel like he probably could get or away Scientology with Scientology forces him. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. Or The Rock. I don't know. Whatever The Rock's got. Going. Oh, God. Wait, The Rock's a Scientologist? No, no. I was just picking no. another famous busy actor oh. that wasn't uh, a Scientologist. Travolta. No, Travolta stop naming is. This podcast also does not sponsor any Scientologists. Obviously. But now we're, they're going to listen and come after us. They are very – I watched some of their documentaries. They are very yeah. – We're on the record. It's a terrifying documentary. Yes. All right. Anyways, <laughs> not draft-related. We are going to be doing a lot of draft talk today. Uh, we have a special guest. We have a friend of the pod coming back on later. We have Austin Lane joining us. Uh, he was on about a year ago. I love him. He's like my new best friend now. He's going to come on, and he's going to do a custom – Sorry, Patrick. You're my best Yeah, friend. what about us, dude? <laughs> Who are we? I said my new I'm best friend. Mayock. I'm, yeah, I don't care about Mayock. <laughs> but uh, Austin's going to come on and do a custom shock your mock with us. So anyone that's listening, if anyone listens to Brighton Austin, which you should, on uh, ESPN 690 from 3 to 6, Monday to Friday, early plug for Austin. Uh, every day he just takes someone's mock that they, like, you know, send in on Twitter, and he just mocks it and tears it to shreds. So I think this will be his first time ever doing it, you know, face-to-face with somebody. So I feel like that's, you know, it's easy to, like, give someone shit when you're just reading a Twitter post by somebody and all you, yeah. you, know, all you have is their Twitter picture. You know, he's got us live in front of him on Zoom, almost live. One so, of us may cry. Yeah, we'll see how much he decides to, uh, to dish it out on us. So Austin's going to come on us with a little bit. So, uh, but before that, are you guys excited? I feel like every past three pods has just been like, are you excited for the – but this is for real. Like, as of recording, you know I, we're my, exactly three weeks away from Trevor. My – my like, what I am almost most excited about is being able to finally use Trevor's name as a movie pun. That's – I've been yeah. waiting for that moment for, like, 18 months, you know? It's, <laughs> we've had some good ones over the past year. 
any of our diehard listeners know we do like all the, the movie puns for our titles of our episodes. Last week we got burned. We got suggestions from Reddit and we picked one and it was how to lose a lose a guy in 10 days. And then 10 days later, Alulu decided to sign with the Steelers over us. So we got burned on that. No, no more taking uh, we're not getting any more help from Reddit or Twitter or anything. We, nah, we got- that was by far the best. We spent like a week trying to come up with one with Alulu and that was by oh. far the best. It I was say the more best. Reddit. And it was almost perfect because we, we lost got like burnt on it later. Yeah. I'm saying, all I'm saying <laughs> it is almost makes it better. An outside yeah. force pick one time, and then that guy says, ah, fuck Jacksonville. So I'm not a fan uh, of that part of it. Uh, speaking of that, or just like fucking outside forces, fuck George Kittle. <laughs> oh, dude, that was hilarious. It was not hilarious. I Sean, thought that was we so were all funny. texting about it, and forced. Sean said, he probably thought, oh, what's a shitty team? Oh, Jacksonville. And that's how he based <laughs> his decision. And it's probably accurate. So yeah. fuck George Kittle. I hope, I hope only bad things happen to him and him alone. I was, uh, I forgot who it was, somewhere in social media of somehow was saying like, was breaking it down, I feel like way too much, saying like, oh, he knew the Jags really needed a tight end. And that's why he made the joke because he's a tight end. I was like, I don't think, he knows anything about our roster. He doesn't care about shit. No, he knows that. He just knows we're bad. I don't know. I don't don't think he put that much care. He did know that, yeah. He didn't threw a fucking Duval. I feel like that was more of an NFL thing. If you're going to use some, like, you know, NFL-branded hashtag, like, they want you to to use the real good shit. But do we play them this year? Uh, I think we do. If it's at home, he's going to get booed to hell. Ugh. So it'll be a couple of years. Well, joke's on him because he's going to have Jimmy Garoppolo or Mac Jones throwing him the ball. Sounds like it. Both are yeah. bad choices, in my opinion, compared to the one Trevor Lawrence, who is two days away from getting married, guys. So congrats, congrats to our yeah. Trevor Lawrence. Good. Yeah. Two days away from getting married? Yeah. He gets married Saturday, oh, cool. and today him and Patrick Mahomes were hanging out at Augustus, Georgia, watching the Masters, which really? I could – not care at all about golf. It's the most boring sport in the world to me. But it's a great – if I was rich, I would probably enjoy watching it because it just seems like a fun thing to do. Why, yeah. would, why would how much wealth you have determine your interest? I don't know. It just – it seems like oh, I'm not – not like place. a – I mean, it's not a – it's definitely an expensive sport to buy the equipment. I just yeah. mean like, you know. Well, I don't think I'm getting invited to go it. to the Masters anytime soon is what I guess I'm saying. I'm pretty like, sure they got free tickets because yeah. they want to be – they want yeah. them to be seen there, so – I, I just bet, find it. I bet Mahomes can afford it, and Trevor can afford it in three weeks. In so. a couple of weeks. <laughs> yeah. I just find it amazing that he's getting married in two days, and he's just chilling at the Masters in like a different state than where he's like. That could be the bachelor party. party. Yeah, that's part of his bachelor party, dude. Okay. Okay. That sounds. That's I don't good. know if you. But the players is fun. You never been to the players? Uh, that's the one here in Jacks, right, Panavija? Yeah. No. You don't have I to watch have. golf. There's like great food, like everywhere. Yeah, okay. I mean, and then the island green's pretty cool. What is that? It's literally uh, like surrounded by water, so you have to you have to hit the golf ball onto the green over the water. Do they have to? I'll swim hit some over of that island it? green. If you no, know there's like a about. little oh! little walkway. Yeah. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> I said I'll hit some of that island green. Oh. Uh, no, Ganja. All right. So. <laughs> You asked if we were excited. I am excited uh, that, I mean, for the draft in general, because of who we're going to get number one. 
But I always get excited. Well, always. A couple times this has happened. I get excited for us picking a player that's not like in the top 10 that you're saying it's going to be one of these one or two, maybe three players. I think having a number 25 overall pick is exciting because it really could go anywhere. I like that kind of stuff. We have a lot between one. Unless we take Dave and Brian, then it's not exciting at all. Yeah. I I mean, you were excited. You were definitely excited when we took him. Sort of. Not really. Everybody wanted Lamar Jackson. No, still no. Yeah. (laughs) It's funny because the whole point was like, we took him. We have a minute to talk, Taven. We took Taven Bryan because it was like, we have Malik Jackson and Marcel Darius, and we thought we were going to be good next year. So it was like a luxury pick. Like, we can ease them into the rotation. Yeah. But then it's funny because two years later, neither of those guys are on the team anymore, and they're pretty much washed up at this point. And David Brighton also now just sucks. So, like, every little bit of it has been thrown out the window. But I'm not going to dwell on the past. I'm going to look to the future. Our other friend of the pod, Mr. J.P. Shadrick, threw out on Twitter today that uh, the Jags will have the stadium open for the draft. And I'm going to be all backed up by then. So I will definitely be there Thursday night. Everyone go out. I'm very excited for this. I missed, like last year, it was virtual draft because of COVID. The year before that, the draft was also the same night as Endgame coming out. And of course, I went to see Endgame live at the first showing. I was the second person in line because it's fucking Endgame. It was a great decision. But it's still, I mean, you know, it's a little sad because it's been like three years now since I got to be at the draft. So uh, it'll probably be a little different. Like You're not at the draft you're at the jaguar stadium which well, whatever. is like That's what I, it's an extension of the yeah. draft but i want to go to it when it's the draft yeah i want to go not in cleveland though no like new york or somewhere cool uh, our boy <laughs> i mean Trevor, if we do our downtown or here. it could be here eventually yeah exactly oh yeah That's but we're like you know. we're not high on that priority list is my guess <laughs> maybe in 10 years trevor lawrence did turned down the chance to uh, go to the draft live in Cleveland. There were some obvious, like, yeah, because it's Cleveland jokes. Uh, instead, he's going to, like, stay in Clemson and watch it. So He's not from Clemson. He's from Georgia. Well, he's technically from Tennessee, which it feels like all of our best players are fucking born in Tennessee. What, he was born in Tennessee? Yeah, but I think he, like, yeah. moved to Georgia, like, He grew up in – he went to Cartersville in yeah. Georgia. But I think uh, he said, like, he'll be watching it at Clemson. So, like, how do you think this? Uh, how do you think the top ten picks unfold, Sean? All right, so we're gonna do a little, uh, a little segment where we're all gonna kind of go down what we think's gonna happen with the first ten picks in the draft, and then you know, next pod that we do, or the first one after the draft, we can kind of go back and see how bad we did. But uh, we're each gonna take a turn, take a minute or two each. We're gonna go down, try to do the best predictions that we can. I have a feeling. The first pick's all going to be the same for us, but uh, I'll start us off. Guys, this is what I think is going to happen for the first 10 picks in the 2021 NFL draft. I got my old-school Jags uh, windbreaker on, so I feel like I'm doing a lot of arm motion. So if you guys can hear these swishy noises on the pod, <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. I got, I'm hyped for the draft. This is the draft pod. I wanted to wear my old-school windbreaker that Patrick got me. So, hey, thanks, man. Yeah, man, no problem. So it is hot. I saw it at a garage sale, and you were the only person small enough that would fit into it. <laughs> yeah, so. I've been gaining weight the past couple of years, so it's not. It doesn't. It's not as fitting it's a bit as it snug. could be. Yeah, but <laughs> it is good. And my dog just came home, so. Oh. <laughs> I R one by R one. All right. All right. 
Let's break Who's it up? down. First pick, Jacksonville Jags on the clock. We're taking Trevor Lawrence. Any dispute? Look, sounds good so far. All right. All those in favor, agree. say aye. <laughs> aye. Aye. All right. I'm going at number two, the Jets. I think it's locked in now. They're going Zach Wilson. I think that's just, you know, trading Sam Darnold. That seems very secure. Number three, we got the 49ers. There's all the smoke screen that they like Mac Jones. I'm buying it. I think Mac Jones will be the third overall pick quarterback from Alabama who is the most unathletic dude. Have you seen the picture of like after he's they from won? here though? Yeah, oh yeah, he's a Jacks kid. He went to Bulls, so um would he be the highest drafted Jacksonville player of all time? He has to be, I would assume. Third overall. What about like Bob Hayes? He was probably know. drafted in like the seventeenth round. <laughs> they had so many back then. That's um, Imagine watching seventeen. He probably rounds. would be. He might be the highest drafted Jaguar. Like, well, Chipper Jones. You know. Oh well, I'm talking football like, here, baby. I was just thinking of, uh, or not, Jack, like Jacksonville athlete. Uh, but there's there's a lot of history there, so who knows? That's a good unanswered question. Yeah, Ooh. add that to the list. That's actually that is a good one. My about teal wasn't the best, but we still maybe have an answer for Shimmer Goddess. But yeah, that's better. Uh, as close Moving as we on, can. Come um, pick number four. We have a trade well, up. Oh, you're doing your whole ten. Oh okay. yeah, I was just gonna go down and do. I thought we would each pick do uh, each pick. Oh, that probably is better. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, all I think right. we're all in agreement on one and two. And, uh, one and two. Yeah. How uh, – if, if Zach Wilson, like, if you walk by him in the grocery store, like, today, how old would you think he is? He looks like he's, like, fucking 17 years old. Oh, yeah, 17. They list him at 6'3", though, even Holy though – shit. I don't think he is. I think he's probably <laughs> about six feet at most. Um, but I watched some of his pro day. He's, he can throw the ball. Uh, <laughs> he's a quarterback the best no, like, part of the pro day was it him seems over very natural for him mm, yeah there was two did i not send there was two like he had overthrows and one just cut to belichick shaking his head in disappointment and the other that was, was wilson or jones uh i thought it was mac jones yeah i thought that's what we were talking about oh no i was talking about wilson oh yeah Zach uh, wilson looked great yeah his pro day yeah. looked great mac jones he was overthrowing balls and it cut to like Michael Shanahan, just kind of like dumbfounded looking. So not. So I, I agree with Sean that he ultimately goes third, but this is just cause uh, like, that's what I predict will happen because uh, Bama and Ohio state's pro days were the same day. So if they wanted fields, you would have gone to that one. Right. Well, the smoke screen is getting smokier because apparently Ohio state's doing a second pro day and Justin yeah. Fields is going to throw again and the Niners are going to go to that one, which I didn't know they did second pro days. But so it's a very – I guess when you don't have the combine, they do. Yeah. So smokescreen on top of smokescreen season. We got a lot of – but mm-hmm. are we – so are we all doing Lawrence, Wilson, Mac Jones for the first three picks? Patrick? I has, am not. What are you doing, Patrick? Well, I got Lawrence Wilson. But third pick to the 49ers, trade it up. If I was a 49ers fan, and I'm not, if we trade up for Mac fucking Jones, <laughs> I don't know if I could live with that. I think the Mac Jones talk is a smokescreen. I think they're going fields at three. I think he has way, way more upside. I do think he has a lower floor. 
but trading up for Mac Jones? <laughs> what? But what purpose does a smoke screen serve? The first two picks are locks, basically. It gives us. I don't even. They're basically starting the draft. This podcast. They're not That's asking for a smoke screen. This is just what people do. They just talk about shit. Mm, I think they're fair. perfectly fine with it. They're like, yeah, say whatever the fuck you want. We know That's who we fair. traded up for. I think it'd be the smarter move to take Fields. Um, As do I. And that's what I think they will do. Stamping it. That's a lot of smokescreen. That is some, some green island amount of smokescreen right there. Island green. <laughs> All right. Number four, I have a trade up. I have New England trading up to four to get Justin Fields. Well. Because Belichick is on a time crunch. He's getting old. He needs another quarterback. So, what do you guys have at four? Originally, the uh, pick was Atlanta. Uh, I have Atlanta ultimately keeping the pick and taking the best offensive player outside of Trevor remaining one Kyle Pitts, tight end, the University of Florida. I believe would make him uh, the tied for the highest drafted tight end of all time. Uh, Yeah, I think you're right. Uh, But who knows? But the man is a monster. (laughs) I'm going to echo what you said, Shimmer, because I have the exact same pick. I think that they like Matt Ryan and they want to stick with him. And as bad as their defense is, and as much as they could use a defensive player, I think same deal with the upside. You've got a generational talent in Kyle Pitts. Play him at fucking wide receiver. He doesn't have to be a tight end. Who cares? He's super, super talented. So I think that would help them out. Kyle Pitts at four. That is a high drafted tight end right there. Number five, it's the Bengals pick. I got them taking, I'm going to say his name is Penne Sewell. That's my favorite kind of pasta. So I'm going with Penne <laughs> Sewell. Joe Burrow ended last season injured because his offensive line sucked. So he's the best tackle in the draft. So old Penne, I had some Penne pasta right before I came on the pod. Mm. I have the Bengals reuniting uh, Joe Burrow with his college-wide receiver, Jamar Chase, as the pick. I've read that Burrow is pushing the team to take Jamar Chase, and he'll probably be available, although I agree with Sean that's probably the better move would be to take the tackle. Imagine currently rehabbing because your leg or whatever it was was fractured to a million pieces – and then yeah. being like, hey, don't get me more help. I'm chill. I got this leg rehab. And, like, doesn't seem like a good idea. But it is cool that Jamar Chase can opt out for a whole year and then still be a top five pick. That's, that's got to feel pretty good about yourself. Well, he had, I think, comparable stats to Devontae Smith who won the Heisman this season. Like, or possibly even better. He might have had more catches. So he was good that year. Patrick, who do you I mean, have at five? The man had 20 touchdowns with Joe Burrow as his quarterback, so I also have Jamar Chase for the pick for the Bengals. I do think that he needs protection, but I don't think that getting them a tackle is going to get them out of the top 10 next year, so why not take your tackle next year and then grab this uh, wide receiver for your quarterback that he really wants. So You guys are – a little copacetic over there. I know, man. I'm going to have to go first next time so you don't steal my pick. <laughs> All, All right. right next on the <laughs> clock, number six, are the Miami Dolphins. 
They got Tua, didn't have a great first season. I think, one, it's just a very offensive-heavy draft here. Not a lot of great defensive players. More offense. This is where I'm taking Jamar Chase. I think, you know, there's a lot – there's already, like I – already, I hate the, like, half a season. It's like, is this guy a bust and all that shit? Like, let the dude try. But it was definitely an underwhelming season. I think they're going to try to make life easy for Tua, give him some more weapons, give him possibly the best wide receiver in the draft, Jamar Chase, who's off your board. So let's see what you guys got. Patrick? So because of what the Dolphins did with their trade, that they traded their pick to the 49ers, moved back, and then traded back up to where they are, I think the whole plan was that they thought they could still get the same player that they wanted to take by moving back a couple spots while getting more draft picks. That being said, I have old Pasta Sewell going (laughs) to the Dolphins because I think that Tua really needs that protection. And if I'm not mistaken, they still have another first-round pick. They do. So they can add a – they can add a weapon on the offense – with that other pick considering wide receivers kind of deep in this draft. Uh, apparently I read a report that actually there could be as many as 11 tackles taken uh, in the first day of the draft or, uh, wow. or first, first two day? days, okay. first two days, 11 <laughs> tackles, I was gonna say this. Uh, which means five or six in the first round. Yeah. Um, so I think there's a run here, and the Dolphins decide to sort of uh, follow in the Bengals' footsteps, reunited, and it feels so good. Tua gets his former college wide receiver, Devontae Smith, with ah. the sixth pick. If I it works, like it works. That'd be fun. I like the, uh, the, re- the reunion picks. That's nice. I enjoyed that. All right. <laughs> Coming in, number seven, Detroit's on the clock. They got old, what's his name, five head from the Rams. I forgot his name. Jared Goff? <laughs> Goff. Five head? He's got a big forehead? He's got a pretty big – he's not like a Peyton Manning, but I feel like he's got a decent-sized forehead. All right, all right. But uh, he's a very was, boring guy. Whenever I, I watch Jared Goff, I feel like he's sort of half not paying attention at all. <laughs> yeah, he's always – what? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I feel like he had one of the best offensive minds in football, and they surrounded him with talent. And he's – yeah, I don't think the Lions are banking on Jared Goff. But follow the quarterback name theory, the only exception, Justin Herbert. But Jared Goff, not a good football name. Goff. Eh, sounds like yeah. he's supposed to be on, you know. Yeah. But, uh, Turn around and Goff. Lose, they lose uh, Marvin Jones cause to us. And then they lose uh, Kenny Galladay to the Giants, right? They lose them? They lose them. They lost him. Hmm. So they need some new weapons. So I got Mr. Jalen Waddle, who's one of my favorite Ooh, names in the draft. It's Waddle. Uh, Waddle? Uh, Waddle, yeah. which either way is a great way. I like pronouncing both. <laughs> so they're going to be doing the Waddle Waddle up in Detroit. So I got Goff getting a weapon. Do the Waddle Waddle. With Waddle Waddle. <laughs> hmm. I don't think that they're I don't think that they're super all in on golf Um, I mean it wouldn't be bad to take a wide receiver considering that they lost I mean we picked up Marvin Jones 
and they lost Kenny Galladay in free agency. So they probably, I mean, actually they do need a wide receiver bad, but once again, I think wide receiver is deep in this draft. Um, I think that they're going to de- compete in their division, which is surprisingly tough. I mean, they're going to have to beat the Packers. So I think they're going to take another cornerback in Patrick Sertan out of the university of Alabama to contain the quarterbacks in their division. I mean, you know, Andy Dalton's going to be throwing it all over them. So mm. that, that was sarcastic. would be a good pick. Yep. 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 Um, I made that joke last pod. I have uh, – uh, he's still available in my mock draft. So, I have the Lions uh, selecting Penny Pasta Sewell tackle Delicious. Oregon, which is would be the like first time in years the Lions made a good selection. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the in your draft, the first tackle comes off at eight or seven. Seven. I feel like that's got to be like a while – that's going to be like the highest. Usually, you know, within the first four picks, at least a tackle's coming off. So I just think they're all they're deep. There's also some talk that uh, a different tackle is actually better than Sewell, but that could be Slater a, guy. A classic Patrick smokescreen. Old JC Slater. <laughs> we got a lot. We do have a lot of smokescreens going on. All right, guys. It's AC Slater, by the way. It's not JC. Uh, what is that from? <laughs> Save by, by the, the Bell. Bell. Yeah. Okay, so I never really watched Save by the Bell, so I knew the name what? generally. JC exactly. is from NSYNC or Backstreet Boys. Uh, is his last name Slater? No, it's Chavez. Chavez. Oh, Chavez. yeah, JC Chavez. Chavez. Is that the one that wanted to go to space? That was the uh, that was I don't know. Lance. 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 Yeah, I don't really know. Trey Lance? No. Speaking oh, of Trey Lance. <laughs> Speaking of Trey Lance, at pick number eight, I don't have Trey Lance going to Carolina. Instead, I have a blockbuster trade going down. Two trades in the top ten. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Two trades. We have the Jacksonville Jaguars giving up the 25th, the 45th, a fourth round, and next year's first round pick to move to eight to get Mr. Kyle Pitts. Ugh. Boom. He's still available. Okay. Mine? That was way too much you gave up, though. Just enough. You Just gave enough. up. Wait, wait, you're keeping the 25th? No, we're, we're swapping. I'm, they're getting the 25th. They get 45. They get a fourth. And then next year's first. You gave up two ones, a two, and a four to move up. 25 20, to eight? That's a lot to move 18 up. 18 spots? It, it, takes, it takes some capital. Mm. Uh, we're getting the transcendent... <laughs> tight end on the team i love the idea of kyle pitts being on our team after uh, next i just don't think he'll be there after yeah well in my draft this is you know hey this is i was let me have my fun but okay. after next year's first round pick you won't even remember what we gave up for him and instead we'll just have trevor and yeah on the same team and you'll be like holy shit this is awesome so yeah he gets to I like mean, I, I agree. In hindsight, you'd be like, I don't give a shit about an extra fucking fourth round pick. What about so, the other first, a second? Hey, <laughs> I mean, the other first okay, would be tough, so, but I mean, we also, I mean, we have another second round pick this year. We have the first pick in the second round. That's basically a first round pick. Yeah. True. Or my other, you know, not to get, this is never going to happen. Stop me when you want to, but to take Stop. it even. <laughs> All right, you can go. 
to take it one level deeper at 33, because you would still have your second round pick. I would trade down with somebody a little bit and like pick up like another second for next year to kind of offset giving up a first. So like in this world, I would still be able to get like a receiver or something in the second round. I would get another second round pick for next year. So I would offset it some by trying to trade okay. three down to like 40. Sean's got that fucking windbreaker tracksuit on, man. He's, he's he got Al like, Davis on the brain. He's he looks like trades. Urban's nephew right now. <laughs> <That's> right. <laughs> I've been cracking numbers on the old mock draft. Wow. <laughs> I like it. So, all right. That's what I'm doing at eight. What are you guys doing at eight? Uh, at eight, I have the Panthers. I have no trades in the top ten. Um, I just don't think – if they were going to happen, I felt like they would have happened already. Uh, so, I have the Panthers selecting uh, Rayshon Slater. Is that a snake? The yeah, tackle J- from – Yeah, J.C. Slater. <laughs> A.C. Uh, <laughs> from Northwestern. Uh, so, the two tackles off the board – within the top eight picks. You got to protect Sam Darnold. Very important. Patrick, what do you got? I got, uh, I got the Panthers going uh, the first edge rusher off the board. Uh, one quitty pay. Because um, I think that they're going to roll with uh, Sam Darnold. I don't think they're going to take the quarterback. Christian McCaffrey is going to be back. Um, they've got – Pretty decent offensive production, even out with Teddy Bridgewater last year. So I think they're going to shore up their D line by taking the edge rusher there. I like it. I like it. So far, Shimmer and I, I don't think have any defensive players. Patrick already has two. Defense wins championships. <laughs> it's true. So does uh, Number nine, Bronco Trevor. Denver's. Or the Denver Broncos, as they're sometimes called. Before we started, Patrick said I was dyslexic, and now it's in my brain. <laughs> you jinxed me. I'm sorry. <laughs> you got me, like, over-analyzing myself when I'm, like, talking. Uh, <laughs> I have the Broncos. They do not believe in Drew Locke, so they're going to take the quarterback of their future. They're going to roll the dice on Mr. Trey Lance. I feel like, you know, it'll definitely be a Drew Locke starts the season, and at some point when he inevitably sucks, Trey Lance is going to be thrown <laughs> out there. So that's my fourth quarterback. I think quarterback. he's already inevitably sucked. I oh, think yeah. he had like 16 touchdowns to 15 picks in nine games last year. So those are uh, – those are uh, – Those are Blaine Gabbard numbers. Right? Yeah. <laughs> but Trey Lance is just raw enough to like – you know, warrant that we're going to start Drew Locke for a couple games until he, like, really shits the bed in, like, week three kind of thing. <laughs> and then Trey Lance just gets pushed out there. Uh, uh, I actually agree with Sean. I think the Broncos uh, select Trey Lance hey! at nine. I think they have no choice but to take a quarterback. Um, and, you know, who knows with Trey Lance. Trey Lance is the uh, Josh Allen of this one where, like um, – he could either be great or he's you, you'll never hear that name again. <laughs> yeah. You know, he's very divisive. Like, he had like 28 touchdowns and zero interceptions, like, you know, two years ago. But then I he think he to took over the job for Wentz at North Dakota state. Did it go from straight from Wentz to him? Was there anybody? I think in so. There might've been one person in between. Um, Big time North Dakota football. Yeah. Or the last up with time, 
he he went a whole season without throwing an interception. It was Division Two, but he didn't throw a single pick. The That's whole still season. impressive. Yeah, yeah. not the easiest thing to do. <laughs> all right, what do you got at nine, Patrick? I mean, we're all in unison. We are oh. lock and step on this one. I got Trey Love Lance it. as well. Wow. I think that the Broncos fans think that that couldn't have turned out any better for them. So, I mean, it fills a need. He could be super high upside. I mean, I agree with you guys. Everything you all said. Very disappointing now if they don't take Trey Lance on draft yeah. night. All Feels right. like it's set in stone now. <laughs> it better be. We'll tell Elway. All right. <laughs> and to round out the top ten of our predictions, Dallas is on the clock. I feel like they have so much offensive power already. All like all their main offensive guys are making twenty plus million a year. So they I feel like they need defense. So I have one defensive player in the top ten. I'm going cornerback. I'm going Caleb Farley. I think he might be the best. He had his uh, like a injury that he got taken care of. So I think Caleb will be the cornerback that goes to Dallas. Mm. Uh, I also have cornerback, but I have a different cornerback. My third Alabama player in the top 10, a one Patrick Sertain, the second cornerback, Alabama. The second. The second. second. His father played in the NFL for 10 years. Oh, wow. I think if the Cowboys need a defensive player, um, but I think from at least in my draft, the ones that were taken and where they are, when they were very, very good, they had one of the best offensive lines in the NFL. Therefore, I think that they're going to take uh, your boy uh, Rayshon Slater, AC, out of uh, Northwestern to try to at least get their offensive line to where it used to be when they were actually decent. So Slater's my pick. Love it. Top Tense. 10 just locked. got locked in, got saved by the bell. We got three total in unison. We all agree on T-Law, Zach Wilson, and Trey Lance. The rest we have some arguments over. Only one will be victorious with the most accurate. We will find out the winner in three weeks. All right, so moving on. uh, We had some good unanswered questions last week. Shimmer, I think you were deep diving for us. What did you find out? Uh, well, I believe we had two unanswered questions, one actually concerning the Jaguars and another uh, famous Jacksonville sports franchise. Uh, the question was, why did the Jaguars pick the colors that they uh, ultimately chose, which was, you know, teal, gold, uh, and white? And the only thing I could find... And I uh, spent at least a solid 30 minutes of Googling. Hell yeah. (laughs) Uh, Was that they chose the teal color because no other team had it. (laughs) All right. I feel like we kind of guessed that, right? Yeah, we were on the same page, yeah. However, I did find some uh, uh, interesting facts about the initial Jaguar logo. Uh, The Jaguar's tongue was colored uh, teal, and it was suggested by Wayne Weaver's wife. Oh, Dolores. Thanks, Dolores. Ultimately, it was supposed to be a jab at the rival Carolina Panthers, who were awarded a team that same year, as it was supposed to look like we were eating the Carolina Panthers 
in our mascot because of the similar color. Um, wow. That's a fun antidote. I like that. All right. <laughs> <laughs> and on to the second unanswered question, which was about the famous Jacksonville Lizard Kings. <laughs> and I can confirm that Patrick, Todd Patrick McShay, was completely <laughs> accurate in that the Lizard Kings are named after the Doors frontman, Jim Morrison, and a spe specific lyric, I am the Lizard King. I told you. I can do anything. Yeah. During the 1960s song, The Celebration of the Lizard King. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Horn Chen was the owner of the Jacksonville, ill-fated Jacksonville Lizard Kings. However, a Larry Lane, who was a one-time manager of the team, uh, when searching for a name, uh, Morrison's lyrics came to mind and thought it was a perfect fit given Florida's wild life. So, wait, that was Larry Lane's idea. Larry Lane. He sounds like he's on drugs. Of course, he's a Doors <laughs> fan. I think you have to Larry go to Larry Lane. Lane to pick up your drugs. That's pretty <laughs> not sound trustworthy. Uh, well. It was also research I found on the internet that could also not be trustworthy, but I dare anyone to find any evidence otherwise. Uh, the From here on out, the Lizard Kings are named after the one, the only, Jim Morrison. I knew, uh, for, dude, for some reason, I was like, he calls himself the Lizard King, dude. I don't know, that might be accurate. Uh, I just typed in Lizard King into Spotify, and the first thing that popped up was somebody made a uh, Spotify playlist called Lizard King. The little like picture is Shaggy and Scooby really high, but it's a pretty good <laughs> playlist. A lot of uh, a lot of Doors, Jimi Hendrix, Pink Floyd. Better have a uh, King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard on there. <laughs> I don't know if that's real, but I hope it is. If uh, anyone's listening and is a fan of King Gizzard, shout it out. Let us know. Shags at gmail.com. I've got my stat of the month. Are you guys What's, ready for it? Is this, I didn't know this was a segment. What's your stat of the month? It just became a segment. It's called stat of the month. And it is brought to you by Kernston's rubber nipples. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Carson Wentz cap hit for the Eagles in 2021 is $34.7 million. He will not be playing for the Eagles this year. The Bucks wow. re-signed. Shaq Barrett, Chris Godwin, Leonard Fournette, Levante David, and Gronk this offseason. Additionally, starting left tackle Donovan Smith restructured his contract as well. All of those players, players total cap hit $34,193,000. Essentially, they got all of them for $500,000 less than how much it's going to cost the Eagles to pay Carson Wentz to play for the Colts. My God. Trevor Lawrence is going to cost us <laughs> 45 to 50 million dollars when we have to renew his contract oh he's getting Mahomes money it's crazy that's how quarterbacks are going to be and i like how we're talking years. about his you know what the funniest thing we haven't even got him but when you sent me his twitter followers and it, he was following <laughs> the backup linemen i was like oh, oh yeah. it's fucking we're just done. Yeah. it's done. Done. The you don't follow the backup right? linemen unless unless yeah. you've already like i you know I'm going to buy you watches after we win games and stuff. I've got a contact info. I've got another stat that I have here kind of writing off what you said. Did you guys know that after the Carson Wentz trade, not a single quarterback 
from the first round from the years 2009 to 2016 is still with his original team. It's not good. Out of 22 quarterbacks, good. none of them. 2009 to 2016? Yeah. I bet Stafford was like the last one standing. Yeah, him or Matt Ryan. Well, 16 when Matt Ryan's still with his original team. Yeah, but he was drafted before 2009. Yeah, he was 2008. Uh, it was probably yeah. Goff and uh, whoever went second. Wentz. Him. Yeah, and Wentz, they were 2016. Right. So those yeah. after those two, that's yeah. just crazy. Wow. Wild stuff. <laughs> Some weird and wild stuff. All right. Weird so fantasy wild stuff. football is going to be fantastic. It is. All right. All right. All right, guys. Keep it together. We have a couple minutes. We're going to bring Austin on. So we're going to do a quick three questions. Cue the theme song. Three, 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 three questions. Three, 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 three questions. Three, 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 three questions. All right. So we have only a few minutes. We're going to keep this quick, gentlemen. What's our three questions for the week? Shimmer. Starting you, because you're always making up on the spot. So let's see how on the spot you can go going first. Well, this is a draft-themed podcast, and therefore I have a draft-related question. Would you like to see the Jaguars draft a running back? And what round do you want to see the Jaguars draft the running back and if you want, which running back? Hmm. Well, not to I give away. Kind of, yeah, go ahead, Sean. Not to give away too much of my mock that we're about to do with uh, Austin. About, you don't say but, the player, just the round. And... Well, this player I didn't take in the mock that I sent. You know, I made like a million mocks. I only send one to Austin uh, that he's in a shock in a couple minutes. So this player wasn't on the mock that I officially sent in. But I did like picking him a lot. I loved taking uh, Travis Etienne at 25. I know it's not like maybe the smartest move because of James Robinson. But goddamn, having both of them on the team, I'd be super on board for that. And in Shimmer's tradition, you get to reunite a player. Reunite Yeah, reunite it. And it feels so good. So Trevor Lawrence and Travis Etienne get to reunite. Hopefully it'll be a better – uh, reunion than the Blake Bortles Storm Johnson one <laughs> wasn't as effective <laughs> in 2014. Uh, that's my answer. What do you Storm got, Johnson Patrick? still goes down one of the greatest running back names I've ever. Oh, that's a great name, fantastic yeah. name. But yeah, you should name his kid Lightning <laughs> and Thunder. <laughs> uh, I uh, I mean, to answer your question, yes, I do want us to draft a running back. As far as the round, it's tough because. I do have in my mock us taking a running back, but it all depends. Like, are we going to take a one of the higher end tight ends before we take a running back or what? Um, I would say at least the third round, I would like to see us take a running back. I do love James Robinson, but adding another different skill set at the position, I think would be beneficial for us. Give Trevor a plethora of playmakers. Agreed. All right. Patrick, you're up. Ooh, this one. So I'm kind of glad we're doing this uh, before we talk to our guest 
who is coming up here in a minute, uh, the A-Train, Austin Lane. But given, say, Austin takes three months to train for a fight, given the same amount of training, which player on the Jaguars roster do you think can beat Austin Lane in the octagon? Whoa. What? Yeah. You're going to make us answer this question? Yeah. Oh. And then I'm going to tell him what you said. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to tell him that you told me this question. Uh, hmm. I'm going to go. What do you got? What do you got? Uh, first of all, to answer this question correctly, I'm going to pick what I think is probably the most, the least offensive response. Uh, who's the biggest, like, freak animal on our team? <laughs> and I'm going to go ahead and select the one, the only Josh Allen freak of nature. Uh, I think that's a good pick. pick. Because I think it's a respectful <laughs> and ultimately smart choice based on who we're about to talk to. I Very think that's true. a good pick. Thank yeah. You. I don't know much about their body types, but I feel like they might be similar. And well, they're both defensive ends. Yeah. yeah defensive ends. Uh, I think I just missed out. I think he's technically a free agent, and I don't think we're banging him back. He's got to be on our roster. That's, that's the that's – the I just wanted to say – man, I wanted to say Avery Jones. Can I just have Avery Jones – I mean, no. There's got to be on our roster. Sorry, man. Yeah, yeah. All, right, all right, all right, hold all right. on. Hold I grant on, you James on. O'Shaughnessy. No, come on. Austin is smearing James O'Shaughnessy. Yeah, I know. All right, who would uh, a good player that would give Austin a pretty good, pretty good fight? Remember, they have the same amount of training, so you know he's prepared and everything. But obviously, Austin has the experience. But I think I'm asking go... who can beat him. I'm going a little out of the box. I'm going kind of like the kicker from the replacements. He was wiry. I feel like LaVisca Chenault, you would mm. think, would get creamed by Austin, but I feel like he's wiry enough and he could zig and zag enough to, like, you know, kind of like – it would be like Rocky and Clubber. Like, he would wear him mm. down. So I, feel I don't like think that's LaVisca a bad thing. Would have, he would make it fun, I think. Okay. So, okay. I was going with that. All right. No, I, I think that's a, a good. I pick. got a very simple, quick question for you guys. Trevor Lawrence, he's staying at home. He's not going to draft. He's staying at home, so I'm sure there'll be cameras in his, you know, wherever he's at when he gets drafted. I'm sure he'll have the Jags hat and everything to put on. When he gets drafted, will he give a Duval live on camera? And how good will it be? Will he nail it, or is he going to pull an Urban? Oh he's gonna, man, he's going to nail it. He's gonna crush he's, the Duval. How many pra- if you, how many times do you think he's practiced? Never once. He's gonna you don't do it think perfect so? on his first try. He's from he Georgia. He's coming here. You don't think and he knows Duval's a thing. You don't think he's he may do it practice. on the Twitter instead of live. What do you Although I prefer Patrick? he do it live. <laughs> Are we getting a live Duval from him on TV? The rest I think of he does it and kills. Going kind of like what the fuck was that? Or is he gonna keep it subdued? I think that he's not going to do it like live on TV on draft night, but literally after it goes to the second pick and he starts doing his media obligations, they're going to have him do it. And that's going to be put up on the website and all that stuff. But I do think it's going to be a little wonky. I don't think it's going to be natural just yet, unless he's been practicing, dude. Maybe that's why he's following all these guys on Instagram. You know who has the best out of the free agents? Jihad Ward, which doesn't surprise me because he's a fucking badass, but man, he had a good Duval. 
that was my pick for who could beat Austin also. Oh, that's your pick? Actually, yeah. yeah. Taking it back, Jihad Ward would fucking – he would do some, like, I feel like some not approved shit and take him out for, like, yeah. real. So, Jihad Ward is, oh, yeah, is a good guy. He's a big dude. Yeah. All right. Mm. So, enough of our tomfoolery. Uh, let's bring in the man. We're going to bring in Austin here, and he is going to shock our mocks with us. All right, so we just got in Mr. Austin Lane, friend of the pod. He's continuing to build his brand however he can. So he's back on the pod to spread his name some more. Austin, welcome back, man. How you doing? I'm doing fantastic. Thanks for having me. Uh, I guess I'm going to be shocking some mocks tonight, which is, hey, it's always shocking moxie as far as I'm concerned. And uh, I want to give a special shout out to Amazon Prime for powering this Shock Your Mock episode. Because you know how I am. I'll sell out for a, for a heartbeat if I have to. Hey, we've been, we've been doing Prime. this for a year. We, we don't got any sponsors yet, so bring that sponsorship with you. Well, yeah, and get us on that wagon. The only membership you pay it. money to pay more money. <laughs> I'm, I'm not sponsored by any means. It's kind of like a running joke that we have on the show. Like, if I keep on saying Amazon Prime and AWS, eventually they should sponsor me. So we'll see. Austin, I drove past one of the Amazon warehouses yesterday on Blanding, and I, I, I thought of you, man. I thought of you. So <laughs> I'm wishing you the best of I'm luck. Glad, I'm glad to spread the word right now, and hopefully uh, you're not the only one, and people are going to Jeff Bezos in person saying, hey, that Austin Lane guy in ESPN 690 needs an endorsement stat. Well, we got 166 Twitter followers doing our very best to uh, push your and growing. advertising. Yes. And growing. And growing. And growing. I'm trying to hit that 200. We're, we're coming for it. I'm the only one of the three of us. That's with close three. to Amazon Prime's membership, I think. I think oh, yeah. Close. Basically. So I'm pretty sure I order more than 166 things on Amazon a year. So my wife's addicted to that. All right. So, Austin, we have you on because every day, Monday to Friday, Three to six, you're on with Brent Martineau on ESPN 690. And every day you shock a mock, which for anyone that's listening that somehow has no idea what we're talking about, shame on you. But uh, yeah, Patrick's the – Austin, you have to forgive Patrick. His his phone still has a stylus that comes out of it. This man is so far behind on technology. He never – it took forever for him to even understand what I was trying to get him to do to make a mock. I had to literally like – zoom him and go step by step of how to make a mock draft using you know like a website so sure. forgive him forgive him but uh um, well, i can tell because yours might be the suckiest one on anybody we'll get to that later what? <laughs> <laughs> all right so for anyone that doesn't know basically this is the second year austin every day on air shocks someone's mocks basically rips it to shred so i reached out to him i said hey me patrick and shimmer we got some mocks can we send them over can you come on we need you to tear them to pieces. And awesome. Yeah. Am I correct? This is the first time you've done three at once, right? This is the first time I've done three at once. This is the first time I've kind of done it face to face, which I'm not going to lie is a little awkward. So I'm probably <laughs> going to tailor uh, the track talking a little bit because usually when I'm doing this, all I have to go off is like a Twitter profile picture so I can have fun with that. It's a little different when you guys are here uh, and live, but um. <laughs> No, We're let us have it, man. That's Bring it. Bring well, it. Well, you have to remember, too, I saw my family in the other room, like, watching a movie right now. So I got to, like, be careful what I say, too. True, yeah. Do you think your family has – have they ever watched a single Shockier mock, do you think? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. So um, Do they, like, watching one, you go crazy? 
No, yeah, they, they watched, my wife watched one of them. My mom said I need to calm down a little bit. So that's kind of, I had one episode where I did like a yoga zen shakyamak, but then our producer kept pushing the wrong buttons, you know, because I have like these buttons that we push as well. And um, it, it just, it went off the rails really quick. So I lost my cool and lost, you know, I kind of got a temper. So it is what it is, man. But usually I try to keep it calm and contained, but it never goes that way, obviously, in mock season. Well, we're ready for you. And before we get started, I just got to say, I know Kuz does his best producing, but Kuz I do, the, I, yeah. spent, I spent some hard uh, time on this. I went on the old app store and I found a soundboard. So I got about 20 <laughs> buttons here. So if you need some buttons, if you need some sound effects, <laughs> I, I might be able to fill in for Kuz here. So uh, yeah. can, can I get a little sample of what we're working with here for the buttons? Um, I have our, uh, let's see. Uh, Draft need alert. I'm telling you, I listen to, I, I never miss your show. Oh, I, got, so you, I got, I got this. I got okay. a. Okay. I like that. I like that. I got a little draft need alert. Um, okay. I don't have a, like the closest, the best I think I have for like a really, you know, like d disappointing kind of a thing is I have a, sure. uh, oh, that was a squeaky noise. Uh, <laughs> the production value is just. I yeah, got, it's, I got, it's easily I comparable to 1010 XL. I hope, I hope Jeff, Jeff so yeah, for sure. I hope Jeff Bezos is watching right now. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> yes. We need the funding, Jeff. Uh, well, yeah. Please take my money. <laughs> so the downside is if I, if I press too many of these buttons at once, it goes to an ad, and the ad's always really loud. So we might get some free uh, branding anyways. It we'll might we'll add the sound effects in post. Yeah. <laughs> it's all oh, I like that. Now yeah. it's all right. Yeah. <laughs> Before, All right, one, so one, one last question before we get started. I have to ask Austin. It was just announced today that they're doing the uh, the draft at the stadium. Are you going to be there, man? We shall see. Um, I, I think like we might have to be there under contract. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, so, so yeah, I, I probably will be there depending on what my schedule is looking like. But it'd be cool to take part. Absolutely. I'm very excited. I get my my final shot the day before, so I'm walking in there, fucking Superman, oh, vaccinated. Like, nice. I'm ready. Give me the Trevor. Where uh, uh, are you going to Publix? You going to Walgreens? What are we talking about here? I went, I went down to Regency. So, like, yeah, my friend went to Publix. My other friend went to CVS. And, like, yep. you know, I feel like you have to take your picture of, like, your shot. And those sure. just look like normal, like, I'm just hanging out buying something from Publix shots. If you go to yeah. Regency for your vaccine shot, just anyone listening, it's the best because it straight up feels like you're in like a zombie protocol, like breakout scene in a movie. That's what Because yeah. there's just military everywhere telling you where to go. And there's cones <laughs> and lines and they make you. Wait, you had like, military at yours? Oh yeah. There was like straight up Marines. I had like, like nurses. Let's go. Where, the, where the hell did you go? <laughs> the recency one. I don't know. There's a giant sign outside with like back. a skull. So it's badass. Much more I fun. Mean, the Regency uh, Mall in general is like an abandoned, like oh yeah, it already apocalyptic yeah. mall, anyways. So. I, I just went fucking... to like a, a hospital, like a normal human being. I got a <laughs> vaccine shot for a global pandemic in a abandoned Sears with like an At old gunpoint, like, apparently like, shoe sign next to me. <laughs> it felt very sketchy, but it was great. So yeah, oh. All right, let's get this. Let's get the shredding right. going. Austin. <laughs> I feel like I just lost. Wait, we're good, right? We're good. Hey, there, Austin. Okay. You moved on my screen. I don't know why, but. Yeah. Um, I was moving my camera. Can you guys still see me? Okay, we're yeah. good. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah, know why I'm, wave I'm waving like an idiot. <laughs> oh, <dude>. <laughs> <laughs> my phone the other way? I think that's what's going on. Oh. Uh, vertical? Looks good to me. 
Okay, I'm not Andy. Andy. I can Honest. see you in here, yeah, so, yeah. Okay, cool, cool. We're all good to go. All right, so then should we start from the top and just work our way down? Yeah. All right, so Austin, right. I'm letting you take over. You're the shock master here. Well, I mean, you. You know, and any input from you guys um, is appreciated. Um, I should have had you guys sign the waiver first because I feel like since you're live and you guys are actually fans of this, I feel like extra bad making fun of it. But let's get nuts, let's get crazy, and let's get weird. So we're doing Sean first. All right. So, hey, so but this, is, this is a cool thing that we can do, though. Since we are live and since yes. we are in person here, Sean, I wanted to hear your thoughts before I, I tear this, uh, this mock draft apart. But I want to hear your thoughts going into this. I want to see what you're proud of, what you need to work on, and all that stuff. All right, let me pull up my, uh, my mock so I remember what I did. Didn't well, remember not... who he was talking about. <laughs> okay, so... <laughs> I don't take a lot of pride <laughs> in my players, apparently. <laughs> well, I would argue, like, this is the first year I think I've ever – I've never cared about the mock I, – I like listening and I like reading people's mock drafts, but I never sure. did it in the past. I was like, <laughs> what's the point? But yep. now with the pod and, you know, I was like, this would be fun to bring you on. I did it for the first time, and it's fun. It's addicting. I made a whole bunch – so when you, like, you know, I had to, like, think of what's the official one I want to, you know, give you. So I've, I've drafted so many different players at 25. Um, this ended up being my favorite. I feel like I have an unfair – it was it was like a balancing act of what I would truly want if I was, like, in the GM chair. But I also, yeah. in the back of my mind, I feel like I probably listen more than any – like, than Shimmer or Patrick. Definitely than Patrick because he's just living in his own world. Uh, no offense. Patrick, listen more of Austin, just throwing it out there. So okay. it was like a balance of trying to, I feel like, you know, please you, because I feel like I've listened enough, but I also wanted to, for it to be true to me. So I got some players. I think I got some good starters. He says suck it up and just say. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> so great I'm trying to get the good graces. This is like giving the teacher an apple. Come yeah. on. <laughs> yeah, right. that shit works. That was a fantastic TED Talk. Um, I appreciate um, your, your, your positive feedback towards me. I'm going to be honest. You know, if you truly are a fan of Shock Your Mock, you know how this works. I'm mm -hmm. not going to like it regardless. You, you could draft all first rounders as far as I'm concerned, and I'm not going to like it. So let's get started here. So, Sean, Jalen Phillips, um, Miami Edge. If you've asked me listening to the show because you know how I feel about Jalen Phillips. Out of him and Rousseau, I think Phillips is definitely – the better three, four outside linebacker, Rousseau is too big. Now, calm down, because that, that's one thing. All right? <laughs> hey, you, have you skipped over my best pick. I mean, obviously, Trevor Lawrence. You know, okay, hey, I want the accolades. Five. Give me the Get accolades. Him Get him a T-shirt. Trevor Lawrence, I appreciate it. Uh, pick number 33, Pat Fryermuth. Who doesn't pick fat Pat Fryermuth? I mean, it's not it's – a, it's a draft need alert, as we call it on the show. At 33? Ugh. Oh, wait. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a what? It's a what, Austin? That would be a draft need alert. <laughs> all right so so now we got pick 45 and now we start going off the rails a little bit do you have a going off the rails button oh going off the rails button let's see what we got um i got one is called vuvuzela let's see what that is that's from the wait the, that's a punch no it's from the soccer game soccer the thing. world cup oh, yeah i hate that noise African, oh i hate like, that noise uh, all right well so regardless of that, though, you got pick number 45, Elijah Moore, out of uh, Ole Miss, I believe, slot uh, wide receiver. Intriguing, yes. Quick, sure. Undersized, you better believe it. But what I have to ask you here, and this kind of goes with pick number 65, and 
Kenneth Gainwell, um, cat out of Memphis, I believe. Uh, kind of electric player, uh, kind of like another like wide receiver in the backfield. I like that. But where's the safety pick? Where where is the safety pick? And I almost called you Molly because it says Molly on your, on your screen. <laughs> yeah, Molly. Oh, I don't know, how to, like I don't know how to do my own Zoom. Drafted like Molly. <laughs> Why are we waiting so long right now to probably address the most important need of this defense and the safety position? Hey, hey, I got the best safety in the drafts teammate, Mr. Ardarius yeah. Washington. Some <laughs> yep. would argue he's being compared to the Honey Badger. His biggest weakness is that he's undersized. As someone that's been undersized my whole life, I will fight for that. That's what we need, that scrappy mentalship on the team. That's not a word. Oh, it is okay, mentalship. So, <laughs> first of all, you're making up words. And second of all, I don't know where you got – he's comparable to the honey badger because I heard of the honey badger coming out of college. I don't really know too much about a Darius Washington until <laughs> I had to Google him. And all I found out about Darius Washington, he weighs about 180 pounds. So you essentially got a slot corner playing starting safety right now for your Jacksonville Jaguars. You're putting your team – Behind the eight ball, Joe Cullen's going to flip out if this pick comes to Jacksonville. I don't like it. I like big-bodied safeties, especially from a guy from Darius Washington. Where, what are you going to do with him? Going to promote free safety or strong safety? If he's strong safety, he weighs 180 pounds, about. Not going to work. If he's hey. going to be a free safety, he's got to cover a tight end, and he's far too small to do that. I absolutely hate that pick, and I hate uh. what you've done here. Kenneth <laughs> Gainwell, when you didn't address the safety earlier on. And may hey, God Cullen... have mercy on your soul. <laughs> and may God have mercy on your soul. If Joe Cullen isn't happy with getting Jalen Phillips on his team, I don't know what to tell him. There's only, there's only so many picks in a draft. Um, gotta make them count. You got a bunch of depth players here. Um, it is what it is. So, overall, um, like I said, this is one of the better mock drafts, surprisingly, of this group. But it still sucks. <laughs> all right? It's, oh. it's still – I mean, it's like um, – you know, and no disrespect to Golden Corral, but it's like gold, going to Golden Corral and seeing, like, the meat menu, and it's like, all right, I mean, I guess I'll have the steak, but, you know. I love Golden Corral. I've, I've tried to spend so five I. years I was... taking my wife there, and she refuses. So. <laughs> Actually, we had, our, uh, we had our prom there in high school. Uh, like, like our post-prom dinner. Oh, yeah. Oh, with the gold. nice. Oh, yeah. Classiness. You take the limo? We did take the limo. The best limo. <laughs> That's Absolutely. even classier. <laughs> you better believe it. I love it. All right, guys. So now let's get into number two. Um, so a little forewarning, my my uh, my iPad just died that had all your mock drafts on it. So give me two seconds. All right, I'll be right back. I'm gonna get a backup. Can we just pause the show real quick? Yeah, that's pause. sure. Yeah. All right. I'll there are right no back. rules here. Right back. <laughs> <Right about it. laughs> Patrick, a.k.a. P-Funk. Sorry for the delay, everybody. Had to do a little uh, last-minute adjustment, but we're back. We're on track again, and Mox will be shocked. Patrick, without giving me a TED Talk like the last contestant just did, tell me about your mock draft, what you like about it, what you don't like about it, and what you thought about going into this whole thing. All right. So my mock draft, what I really, really like about it is that it's the only one I did, and <laughs> I thought that it worked out perfect because <laughs> – I got who I wanted done. to with my second pick in the first round, and someone who I was very surprised fell 
to the first pick in the second round. And then I kind of just went based off need from there. Um, I'm not going to lie, past like halfway through, I didn't do a lot of research on these guys. I just really went for position that we needed. And the last one I picked, I just really liked his name. So, well, I was going to uh, say, you picked some aggressive names here that doesn't help me out when I have to learn like 12 new <laughs> and as well. So that puts me behind the eight ball a little bit, Patrick. But, um, Thank you for your notes. Thank you for your little TED talk. I'll, I'll take it into consideration when I'm breaking this down. Okay. And uh, let's get into it. So pick number one, Trevor Lawrence. Congratulations. Your first mock draft uh, so far is, is, is a pretty good success. All right. Um, pick number two, you know how I feel about this guy. Well, you don't know how I feel about this guy because you don't listen to the show. And that's cool, though. I'm not mad at that. Um, it's all good. <laughs> but uh, Trevon Merrick. And people want to say Morig, but it's actually Merrick because I've watched the film and I've studied him. And it's Trevon yeah, Merrick, safety position. Uh, if you feel free, please hit that draft need alert button. Oh, shit. Yep. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> yep. You'll never yeah. be the producer. Sorry, no. we, got, we, we got an ad. <laughs> no, that's oh, – oh, yeah? Well, play the ad, please. Uh, <laughs> X, yeah, what's X, a, is it Amazon? It's the X-T4 special Cadillac, ClaudeNolanCadillac.com. Claude Nolan seems like a more reasonable target. All right. Well, <laughs> our, our producer didn't hit the draft needle, and that's that's okay. We're, 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 as we're gonna charge uh, forward here. I'm pressing so, the button. So pick number thirty-three. No, it's happening. And Patrick, I don't really do this, but I want to go back to you here because you said that you're excited this guy fell at pick number thirty-three. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Why are you excited? Uh. From based off the people that know what they're talking about, they're mm. saying that if a team really, really wanted him, not saying you don't, but if a team really, really wanted him, they would have taken him in the top 10. The fact that he fell to the second round and we were able to get him, I think, is a big plus for us. I think okay. adding more depth at the position is awesome. And I think that Urban Meyer would probably be a big fan of this guy. So. Hey. Patrick, you said we like it's the Jaguars you making this decision. No, this is definitely your decision right now. So, so <laughs> yeah. take the, and definitely take Urban Meyer out of this as well. Okay. So, the thing about Najee Harris and the, the, the guy's the real deal, obviously. We, we've seen him on the biggest of stage, um, you know, a Heisman finalist, um, a decent receiving running back. But you think of Najee Harris, you think of more of that power running game. I bring up the question what does he do differently than James Robinson? Mm, nothing <laughs> cost more money cost more money than james robinson and this is kind of my point this was if this is travis etn i would still frown on it a little bit and be upset but i would get it i don't get Najee Harris going at 33 right now because he does a lot of the same things that james robinson does and you might as well patrick go slap james robinson in the face and say hey thanks for your 1000 yard season and thanks for your pro bowl season you know you didn't get invited to the pro bowl because of a guy in Josh Jacobs from Oakland, or Las Vegas as they call it now, you might as well go up to James Robinson and slap him in the face because that's what essentially what you're doing right now by taking Najee Harris at 33. And you're slapping me in the face as well because you're making a joke of shock your mind. Pick number 45, are you a big Alabama fan? You, you uh, big Alabama no, guy? I'm not. Creed Humphrey's from Alabama too, right? I thought he was an Oklahoma. Was is he Oklahoma guy? I mean, yeah. it's, it, it, okay, sorry. It, it's red helmets, it is what it is. Listen. <laughs> I, I like the name a lot. I've been over this guy before. 
Um, you know, plays primarily center, but has played the guard position before, if I'm not mistaken. Pick number 45, this is still can be a starting caliber guy. And you have to ask the question, can Creed Humphrey come in and start over Brandon Linder? And I'm going to say absolutely not. Can Creed Humphrey come in and start over Andrew Norwell? Mm, for what you're paying him, probably not. Can Creed Humphrey come in and start over AJ Can? Off the get-go, odds aren't too good. So essentially what you did here is you picked the least sexiest position in interior offensive line. It's, uh, it's the ugly girl at the bar position. It's the maybe she's got a great personality, but who cares? Because we're out, you know, we're out gallivanting the countryside. And you took a guy that is going to be a depth position from the interior offensive line. I can't come with you on that one. So it's not a draft need alert. Um, it's not can a, I defend a, a non-sexy can I defend the ugly girl at the bar argument. Go ahead. So, yeah, Creed Humphrey is the ugly girl at the bar. Yeah. One of your friends is going to go home with her while you guys are out chasing the hot girls at the bar, and then they shoot you down. And then the next morning, your ugly friend is like, at least I took home Creed, and you guys yeah. went home with nothing. And you guys Patrick. ended up at Whataburger at 3 in the morning. <laughs> Patrick, you disappoint me so much because you've obviously never been to a bar before. Creed Humphrey is the girl that is the outcast that will do her best to make sure that all her friends go home with her and no job. Oh, I hate Creed, that girl. Creed, Creed Humphrey <laughs> is the ultimate, and I'm not sure I can say it on the podcast, but let's just say that if there was a rooster, she's going to mutumble the, the rooster and say, not my house, all right? She's blocking I understand. Her. You got that? Okay. Yeah. So it rhymes with shock. Yep. So with that, let's keep on progressing here. So pick number 65, a little bit of a value pick right here. You know, Urban Meyer loves value. Patrick, I've been kind of hard on you, but I'm not mad at this pick right here. Brevin Jordan, not too shabby, man. I like it a lot. Um, tight end out of Miami. To me, could be even better than Friermuth. Uh, I think in terms of athleticism, in terms of big playmaking ability, He's got it, and you know how it's going to go down. It's either Fryermuth or Jordan. You got Jordan at pick number 65. I'm not mad at it. As we go down, Patrick Jones at the edge. I get it. That play could come into his own uh, and be a starter over Caleb on chase on. Not bad. James Hudson, not bad. And now here's where we got a little too cocky, okay? I'm not mad at Patrick Jones. James Hudson's not bad. Who is pick number 145? <laughs> Uh, Smith-Marset is a wide yep. receiver from the – from Iowa. Okay. They know, you know the how letter. they like to throw the ball. Well, and, and this was kind of my point. Name the, the, the last great wide receiver to come out of Iowa. Dallas Clark. This is a tight end. <laughs> Name the last great anything to come out of Iowa. I was going to say Dallas Clark, but he's They have great tight ends, terrible wide receivers. <laughs> tight ends, Jay Hawkinson, right, no offense. But wide receiver, yeah. Um, but the last great player would actually be Tristan Wirfs to answer your question. Um, listen, I, I get it. Let's pick 145. We're taking gambles here. I don't want to take a gamble out of Iowa wide receiver, I'll be honest with you. Robert Rochelle. I don't know much about him. I don't like his name, though. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll be honest with you. Like, with alliteration, Robert Rochelle. Sounds like a girl. Well, I don't want to say he's a No, because <laughs> he's going to end up coming here. And you guys going to repeat this. And he's at the bar with Creed Humphrey. 
Shocking people's mocks. I'm finding his Twitter and I'm tagging him on this. <laughs> no, to, to, to me, Robert Rochelle sounds like a guy who sells insurance or like he has a car dealership mm. race to Robert Rochelle's, you know, like not much of the, the cornerback position. And then Daz Newsom. Listen, I'm not one for the name game, but Daz Newsom, pretty cool pick. Okay. That's why <laughs> like, I picked him. I don't know anything about the guy. Pretty cool name. But when we go over this, Patrick, and, and this is the most important part. You took Najee Harris to pick number 33 when you didn't need him, when you have James Robinson, and you took the ugly girl at the bar that won't let anybody <laughs> go home with friends with Creed Humphrey at pick number 45. So overall, for your first time, it's probably your worst time. And, and I, I encourage you to keep on doing this, and hopefully you can get better at it. But overall, a pretty sucky mock draft. Oh, well, all right. Man. My one, my one defense for Najee. And may Harris. God have mercy on your soul. <laughs> Najee Harris did recently tell Todd McShay he can kiss his ass. So Najee oh, Harris, is, he's growing on my boards because of that. Apparently, yeah, like, I moved him up a spot for yeah. that. That's why I took him. <laughs> he was like, "Oh, he's not good catching it out of the backfield," kind of a thing. He's like, "I wasn't allowed to my first two seasons. It's not my Neither fault." Neither is Mel. So yeah. No. Yeah, I, I appreciated that from, from Najee. Well, if we're talking about Najee Harris, too, like his productivity, it reminds me a lot of uh, Jonathan Taylor out of Wisconsin where they never asked Jonathan Taylor to catch the ball out of the backfield until his last year. Kind of the same thing with Najee Harris, where they're both athletic freaks. They can catch balls out of the backfield. But once again, I think James Robinson can grow into that role. Um, so why take a clone of James Robinson, essentially, with the 33rd pick? All right, we got the last one here, saving the best for last. And I really like this a lot because apparently you don't know how to screenshot, which is fine. It's not a big deal. Um, no, I know how to screenshot. Okay, but you, but you took it upon yourself to actually tell me where they're from, which is nice, their position and all that stuff. And I appreciate it. So we're going to Schumer. Schumer? Schumer? Schumer. Yeah. Schumer. Like, 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 like Amy Schumer. No, like Schimmer. <laughs> like Glimmer. Okay. Just, just like right. Amy Schumer. That's how it's pronounced. Uh, all right. <laughs> You got it. All right, so Schumer, let's go ahead and uh, <laughs> let's go ahead and tell me what, what you got with this mock draft, what you like about it, what you don't like about it. Um, right. Kind of your overall synopsis, please. All right, uh, Mr. Lane, I'm yeah. ready to defend my mock. Uh, yeah. Let me first tell you my criteria. Number one, have I heard of the guy? Is my number one criteria. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I feel like. I'm a general sports, I have a decent general sports knowledge. So if I've never heard the dude's name, he was, he was fucking out. Uh, second criteria, what is their name? I'm just like you. And yes. I'm, I'm a big name guy, which is why you'll see, I didn't take Pat Fryermuth because <laughs> that's a mouthful and I don't like his name. So he's off my board. Uh, <laughs> the other criteria was, did they play for an SEC or a Florida team, because that's how I typically know who they are. And I went best player available at all times, always, no need picks. However, I probably missed on selecting a tackle or a tight end. Damn, that was, that was, better. That was better than me just sucking up to Austin. That you missed on, or do you just want me to get into this? Uh, I'm sure you'll tell me. <laughs> Yeah, we'll see. Um, so, yeah, first of all, I mean, that was great. Thank you very much. I love the fact that you only pick SEC and big school guys because, you know, as a guy that came from Murray State University, uh, I can really appreciate <laughs> that. Um, so I appreciate that a lot. Off to a great start. Uh, so, you know, 
number one, Trevor. I assume Trevor Lawrence. That's that's fantastic. Good job. Uh, and, and mind you, I'm just gonna blow past this because let's get to the real heart of this whole thing because I have a lot of issues here. Uh, pick number twenty-five, Trevor Merrick. Yeah, congratulations. That's a no-brainer. Um, number two. By the way, yeah, two. By the way, is this really a mock draft or just copy and paste these names together? Because apparently, uh, say that you just took some names and put them all together. That's what I, I said. I did a bunch of different websites and then found the best selections I made on each and then put it together. Does this even count? Boy, I bet you did. Okay, so pick number 33, Travis Etienne. Uh, not a bad pick, but you're insulting my intelligence by saying he's going to go number 33. I think he's going first round for sure. So this pick doesn't make a lot of sense. If he's there, so be it. I respect it. But I don't think Travis Etienne is going to be there at pick number 33. Pick number 45, Rondale Moore, Purdue. He's my dark horse. If you listen to the show, you know how I feel about Rondale Moore. Once again, I don't think he's going to be there at 45. But if he's there, go ahead and take him. So, essentially, in a perfect world um, where it's all sunshine and rainbows, you're four for four right now. I'll be Crushing honest. Crushing it. Crushing you're four it. Four. <laughs> now. Here's where we kind of go off the rails a little bit. Are you an Alabama fan? Uh, I'm a fan of the team that wins the championship. So you're, you're an Alabama fan? <laughs> I'm a fan of <laughs> drafting the team that, from players from the team that wins the championship. Sure, sure. Um, you, you do know that Murray State's 5-1 right now and going to win the OVC championship, right? Just saying. <laughs> Can you name a prospect from Murray State? Moving on. So pick number 65. <laughs> That's my alma mater, too, but I don't get back to them. It's funny, so it is what it is. Uh, pick number 65, Dylan Moses, middle linebacker. You've heard of him. I've heard of him. My people have heard of him. But why are you drafting a middle linebacker pick number 65? And number go. two of the criteria is, have I heard of him? <laughs> yep. Okay. Uh, I don't like Joe Schobert. Uh, I'm fine with taking his replacement, even though I think he's probably, what, like a 4-3 linebacker? <laughs> uh, no, realistically, I think Dylan Moses could play inside linebacker at a 3-4. That's not the big deal. My issue, though, obviously, is Joe Schobert. Now, I get it. People are turned off by Joe Schobert, and that's fine. I understand there was a lot of plays last year where he had his back turned. And if I make an argument, you can say that he's undersized as a 3-4 inside linebacker. He's, he's on the smaller size. But when I look at a guy like Luke Keekley last year, or I'm sorry, two years ago, whenever it was, his last season that played in a 3-4 defense who was extremely undersized, he used his smarts to make plays, call it the defense, and it worked out okay. Now, he wasn't perfect as a middle linebacker in a 3-4 defense, but it worked out. I think Joe Schobert can do the exact same thing. And you're paying him a lot of money right now to play that middle linebacker spot. Now, you could cut him. You could trade him. But I think you want to keep at least a little bit of that nucleus that you had last year um, even though that defense was horrid so essentially what you're doing with Dylan Moses he's not taking Miles Jack's spot there's no way I don't see him taking Joe Schobert's spot so at pick number 65 right now you added depth which isn't the worst thing but you haven't addressed the tight end yet and the tight end is probably the biggest need and if I had a draft alert or a draft need button uh, that didn't go to commercial every single time I requested it I would play it right <laughs> now but unfortunately that's not the case so I hate that pick um, this could be actually the, the, the worst pick of Shocky Mock so far. Um, pick number 106, Damn. we go back to Alabama. Still an um, accomplishment. <laughs> that, <laughs> depends who's saying it. Uh, pick 106, Deontay Brown, guard Alabama. Back-to-back -back Alabamas. Um, you got to like again, this one. 
This is my favorite pick I made. <laughs> Explain. I mean, I mean, I guess Have you before... ever seen this man? No, he's, <laughs> a, he's a monster. And he, he could take over for AJ Can if you draft him. What, in the fifth round? That's a steal. Yeah. He's a big – is it the fifth round or fourth round? He's, uh, he's a very I, large man. Hey, what, what, what round are we on right now? I don't know. What's 106? I think it's fourth round, isn't it? One that's after 105. Round. All right, not that's quite as much as steel. <laughs> <laughs> one would he won't be that. there. He won't even be there at 106. No, no. He's definitely not going to be there. And once again, and that, that was kind of my point I was going to get to. Um, obviously, you just took some names that you thought were great. You just posted them in here because there's no way I don't think he's going to be at pick 106. Um, you're, you're living in a fantasy land right now. He is a big-bodied guy. Uh, he's a bruiser. We broke him down before on the show a little bit. He plays with a tenacity, which I like a lot. So, I mean, I like the pick, but I don't think he's going to be there at 106. And I don't like taking back-to-back Alabama guys. I get they win a national championship, but what are we talking about here, man? Let's, 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 let's keep it interesting. Let's keep it fresh a little bit. You think Urban Meyer's all-team SEC come from Ohio State? I don't know. Uh, pick an one. Ohio State guy on there. <laughs> I think this guy's bones are bigger than my body. Yeah, he's a big dude. Oh, no, yeah. <laughs> um, pick 130, Sean Wade comes home. You know, he's from Jacksonville. Jacksonville kid, you know that? I did know that's why I picked him. <laughs> okay, Sean Wade, I'll be honest with you. I'm not sure how far he's going to fall. He's going to fall a little bit because there's a lot of hype around him last year. Um, for whatever reason, didn't live up to the potential this year. If he falls to pick 130 at the safety spot, his story, it's a good pick. It's a great pick. I'm not mad at this pick. Now, keep in mind, you still have the crappiest of all crappiest picks, taking Dylan Moses. <laughs> but you've, you've gone on Dylan your way. Dylan Moses passes the name oh. test. Yeah. He's got That's a, a middle linebacker's name. Yeah. <laughs> good, good football name. Solid That's a hell of a middle linebacker name. That's a hell of a middle linebacker name. You know, I mean, Ten Commandments, all that stuff. <laughs> Thou shall not, you know, steal in the back. Yeah, I got it, man. I, I appreciate that. But a name's just a name, man. What can you do for the team? But Sean Wade picked 130. I like it. Marvin Wilson, uh, depth play, but a, a major upside play, pick 145. Schubert Hubbard, who was another one of my dark horses at pick 170. Um, dude ran a 4-3 at the pro day, which who isn't running 4-3s these days at the pro day, but still impressive. Uh, can be a receiving threat. I like that. And then Trevor Grimes, you know, keeping the SEC. Okay, so be it. Uh, pick 249. Overall, like, listen, you were essentially two Alabama picks and a Travis Etienne pick away from having a the national mock- championship game. <laughs> from, from <having laughs> but taking Etienne at 33, which I don't think he's going to be there. But even if you did, you didn't address the tight end position. And that's the biggest part. And I can't stress this enough. Who's the starting tight end right now? The man hurts. We're going all in on man hurts this year. <laughs> hurts. I already have- and- can, can somebody bring up his stats real quick, please? <laughs> I got my fantasy football name ready and everything. Okay. The man hurts um, this year. She's the man hurts. <laughs> so you got man hurts at your tight end. Um, I you know, figure there's going to be a roster cut. They can sign a serviceable starting tight end. But ultimately. Who? Yeah, who? Somebody, some guys. Uh, what is this? Service some guy. Who's a service old A Jared Cook cut? type. You know, <laughs> there's somebody out going to be out there. Jared Cook is 45 years old. First of all, <laughs> he's pretty old. <laughs> you better hope that Zach Ertz is still on the trade block and the Jaguars. I bet they cut him. Because if not, 
you're basically saying, hey, Trevor, welcome to Jacksonville. You know, here's your teammate, Travis Etienne. Oh, that tight end position, though? Yeah, I don't remember that tight end position. Here's Man Hurts. He can uh, block for you, but that's about it. <laughs> we got O'Shaq Hennessy. <laughs> so, overall, you know, as this final mock draft, we definitely saved the worst for last because, like I said, um, you started out good, but you didn't address the biggest need of the draft. I don't care if you don't like the name Fryer Muth. I think it's actually kind of badass. But I've been on record saying I don't think he's a real person because if you do any research on his social media stuff, um, all he tweets is about is Penn State football, which leads me to believe that he's not he's a, a real robot. person. And he's we're a getting, robot. I think we're getting catfished. I don't think Pat Frymuth ever existed. I think this is a Penn State conspiracy. Look into it. They've, they've had their <laughs> and that's all I'm going to say about that. Um, so overall, crappy mock drafts, back-to-back-to-back <laughs> crappy mock drafts, back-to-back-to-back wow. Tommy Namsky mock drafts. I appreciate you guys having me on. Um, it's been anything but a pleasure, but I appreciate you guys taking the punishment. Wow. Yeah, we appreciate the the straight hate coming from you. So thank you so but much. Of of the pile of garbage, mine was the best. <laughs> no, 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 it was probably the worst. Um, oh, at the, at the to disagree. At the <laughs> Chris, uh, you know, not rest with Chris. At uh, at, at the Golden Corral. Um, if your was a menu item, you know, we had steak. Um, I think we had meatloaf. You you would be probably like, you know, like in the, the fountain machines when they got to clean it out because like, of the dispensers and everything and they get they all moldy. That's where you're at right now, big dog. He's so that's what, that's what you're bringing to the table. So take that for how you want it. Was mine like a nice fresh roll? Yours was probably, yours was the steak, man. And now once again, golden corral steak. So what are we talking about? But it was a steak. Hey, I grew up kind of poor. That steak was good as hell to me growing up. <laughs> I will, I'll take some golden Oh, no, dude, you're steak. not lying. It's actually really good. <laughs> I like wow. it. Guys, we survived. Not oh, unscathed. Oh. Not unscathed. That <laughs> was worthy scathed. of a Dave Chappelle <laughs> haters ball right there. <laughs> well, we, had, I appreciate oh, we had the buck nasties out and everything. Uh, I appreciate you guys being good sports about it. Usually in this time, we'd give you free T-shirts because that's Brent Martineau's job. But unfortunately, <laughs> Brent Martineau uh, is not here, and Brent Martineau is not a big believer in the name of your podcast. So it is what <laughs> our podcast uh, would give Brent Martineau. Come a on, attack. Brett. I don't get it. He doesn't see the irony in it all. <laughs> oh, dude. Hey, I'm on here for a reason. That's all I'm gonna say. Well, we appreciate it. Yeah, it's all good. Yeah, man, that was fun. I cool, we'll, make, cool. we'll make our own shirts and we'll send just you one, Austin. And I appreciate will be it. sitting there alone. I appreciate it and keep pushing those wrong sure buttons. You're right, thank you. The soundboard <laughs> cut off halfway through. I, I did my best, but uh, <laughs> Austin, thanks so much for coming on, man. Hey, but, hey, with all due respect, though, you know, I'm just having fun with you guys. I appreciate you having me on. Um, Y'all stay casual, keep doing your thing, and we'll see you around. Later, man. Right. Cool. Good luck in the next fight, brother. Appreciate it. That's our man, Austin Lane, everybody. The A-Train, bringing the pain. Brought the pain. So, wait. I, I, Dude definitely clear. said mine was the best before he crushed me. Yeah, wait. I, I won, though, it. right? I, I, was, I disagree. I, got, I was steak. I don't I know if he steak. went in reverse order. As far I don't as think a Golden Corral steak is ever a win. I think he purposely left it a little vague. Yeah. He's like, yours is good and trash at the same time. All right, bye, guys. He liked eight out of ten of my picks, and then just I didn't get a tight end. So looking at yours, Shimmer, it looks like you picked players that were just named Trevor. 
No, <laughs> I intentionally did that. His name is actually Trevor, Travis. Uh, the it's Travon. Uh, yeah, the safety is Travon, and it's Travon Grimes. I just wrote Trevor because. And then that's you took <laughs> Trevor. Anyone on the Jaguars that starts with TR is Trevor to me now. <laughs> Trevor Balky. Trevor Balky. Yeah, <laughs> they're all You're Trevor. Right. Do you guys know why I would want Trevor Travis? Wait, is his name Trevor or Travis? Tra- do you guys know Trevor. It's always Trevor, Sean. Do you guys know why I want Trevor Etienne on our team? Because his last <laughs> his last name is like a shit ton of letters that repeat a bunch. But really, you French. could just spell his name the letters E T N. Like you mm-hmm, could get mm-hmm. rid of like half of the letters in his last name. I like that. He's got a good and MJD feel about it because they'd be reunited and it feels <laughs> so good i'm all about the reunions on my on my football tape i do have a game if you guys want to play one yeah just like the god hates jags and austin lane reunion Ooh. all right we got a couple minutes let's throw do it. it's in a quick one a game then i'm going to eat my ice cream all right cue the music let's play a game motherfucker Okay, welcome to a classic that we have done a few times before. However, we're going to switch it up just a little bit. Uh, The game is called Who Costs More on Cameo? Nice. But this week, we are not going to focus on football players, but rather celebrities. And I've got some great celebrities for you. Uh, are you guys ready? And if you guys are wondering at home, I'm going to give you the name of two celebrities and how much it costs for them to do a one-minute cameo video. And keep in mind, they set their own prices, so they're all over the place. Are you guys ready? I'm ready. I'm ready. Are these, like, quote-unquote celebrities? Or oh, these they are people, we'll people you know? will have heard of. Okay. For round one, who costs more on Cameo? Wayne Knight, a.k.a. Newman (laughs) from Seinfeld, or Alfonso Ribeiro, a.k.a. Carlton from The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air? Who costs Uh, more on Cameo? It's got to be my man, Alfonso Ribeiro. Because he hosts America's Funniest Home Video. Isn't that Not true? unusual. Shimmer's <laughs> been singing a lot this pod. He's been, I've been drinking. Been feeling it. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that explains everything. Uh, but I'm going to say Alfonso. Do, do I need to say more than that? Is that all I need to say? Yeah. All you need to do is pick right. one. Patrick? Alfonso Carlton. I'm also going to say Carlton because uh, Wayne Knight has lost a bunch of weight, so he's not like as recognizable as he used to be and also i feel like the fans of seinfeld are probably less inclined to use cameo than the fans of the fresh prince of bel-air okay Good so reason. we have you both choosing carlton over newman for who costs more on cameo but keep in mind wayne knight is also in space jam <laughs> I was just talking oh. to someone about that earlier today. I hope he's in the sequel. And he's in uh, Jurassic Park. Uh, yeah, he gets super murdered in Jurassic Park by a raptor. Uh, Dotson. <laughs> We've got Dotson here. Okay. Nobody cares. Alfonso 
Carlton Rivera charges $299.99 for a cameo. And Wayne Newman Knight charges $349.99, making you both incorrect. Wow. How zero dare points you. each. Newman. Are you ready for round two? Yeah. Okay. Who cost more on Cameo? Elijah Wood, a.k.a. Frodo Baggins, or Sean Astin, a.k.a. Samwise Gamgee? <laughs> and Rudy. And Rudy. He also dies on Stranger Things. Yeah, I'm going <laughs> to Spoiler! Spoiler! Oh, shit, I fucked. I fucked. If you're watching, I feel very bad. Oh, I didn't mean what to do about that. Barb? But it's been um, over like two years, so the statute of limitations should was be. Was his, his name like Uncle Steve on the show? I don't know. He's like uh, dating Bob. Winona, but whatever. Uh, <laughs> all right. I think uh, who's uh, – Patrick, you're up first. Uh, I'm going to say old uh, Samwise because uh, I don't know. He seems more willing to do cameos. Therefore, I think he can – charge a little bit more interesting interesting uh, i was also thinking sam because he's got like the goonies and like rudy you know more of those like yeah. 80s classic in his back pockets i feel like you know you get the nostalgic people wanting the cameos for that so i'm also going with sam baggins no sam <laughs> what's his yeah, last my name game <laughs> uh sean astin aka Samwise Gamgee charges $295 for a one-minute cameo. Elijah Wood, a.k.a. Frodo Baggins, charges $225. Means you are both correct that Sam charges more than Frodo. Okay, you ready? Like, name another movie that Elijah Wood is in. Um... He's in uh, Sin City. Yeah, it took you a second. He's in that movie as a kid with uh, Macaulay Culkin when, like, one of them's, like, really evil or something and the parents don't know. What? <laughs> the Good Son? Oh, maybe that's what it was called. Yeah, okay. Good job, Patrick. I think that might be it. Mm. Okay. Are you guys ready? Yes. Are we on round three? Yes. Who charges? <laughs> You're the host. <laughs> more. It is a tie game, one-to-one, round three. Who charges more on Cameo? Charlie Sheen or David Hasselhoff? Is I'm going Charlie Sheen just because I feel like he's probably super in debt and he needs some money, so I'm going Charlie Sheen. Uh, I'm going to say David Hasselhoff and he charges more even if you ask him for less money because he can't haggle the Hoff. <laughs> wow. That's good. Solid reasoning all around. <laughs> David Hassel the Hoff charges $300 for a cameo. And Charlie Tigerblood Sheen charges <laughs> 350 dollars what giving sean 
a two to one lead. That's what it's all about. That's what it's all about, guys. Okay. Do your research. You trust yourself. It's because he'll say things like, man, eh, tiger blood and shit like that. So, <laughs> didn't he have a heart attack? Uh, Hopefully. I don't know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Sorry, Chuck. <laughs> Emilio. All right. Anyways. <laughs> okay. On to round four. Sean's got a two to one lead. Who charges more on Cameo? Snoop Dogg. Who? Or the entire Wu Tang clan? Oh, God. What? All together? Uh, all the ones that are still alive. Uh... <laughs> yeah, which era of the Wu-Tang Clan are you getting? Because there's like 13 of those motherfuckers. Like... Literally just said Wu-Tang Clan. I think you get who okay. you get, Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Whoever like remember, whoa, we got one. I mean, I feel like the numbers, like there's, you know, oh, Patrick and uh, sorry, sorry, Patrick. No, 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 finish your reasoning. I was going to say, I'm going Wu-Tang because I feel like just it's a numbers game. If there's a shit ton of them, they're like, they got to charge more. Ain't so nothing they, to fuck with. they have to split it with them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm going to say Snoop Dogg because I would say that he's more recognizable and probably more popular. So Snoop Dio double drizzle. Snoop Dogg charges $750 for a one-minute cameo video. I wish that was my life. And you can get the entire Wu-Tang Clan for the low, low price of $399.99. Giving Patrick, uh, Patrick has now tied the game. Yes, I'm back in it. I've got uh, quite a few more we can go. Uh, um, let's see. Let me find my favorite one. Okay. Who charges more in cameo? LeVar Burton from Reading Rainbow. He's trying to become the Jeopardy host. Just take a look. <laughs> or is it a book? Yeah. Full He's house singing Bob Saget. Who charges more, LeVar Burton or Bob Saget? Wait, is this one for all the marbles? I've got, I've got a, um, like a big time final question. Okay. I have my answer. Let me know who should go first. I think you went first last time, so Patrick's up first. Uh... I'm going to say – I'm going to say LeVar Burton because he was on Star Trek, and there's a lot of Trekkies out there that would probably want to see that. So, yeah, LeVar Burton. See, I feel like LeVar Burton is such a nice guy, he wouldn't charge that much, whereas Bob Saget seems like a dick, and he would be really cocky and, like, think a lot of himself. He's America's yeah. dead. No, that was all show. I don't know if you've seen his stand-up. He's yeah, not. he is. Yeah, he's pretty funny. He's America's pervy dip. Yeah, half his jokes are like having sex with Kimmy Gibbler. So I'm going to say Bob Saget charges more. Okay. Uh, LeVar Burton charges 
dollars and ninety nine cents for that's a cameo. That's more than the Wu Tang Clan. <laughs> <laughs> the entire Wu Tang. The entire Wu Tang Clan. Whereas Bob Saget charges only three hundred and forty nine dollars and ninety nine cents, <laughs> giving Patrick a three to two Damn. lead. All right, I've got two more. We'll give Sean a chance to come back. Who charges more on Cameo? And these are the two highest that I could find, by the way. Who charges on, the most on Cameo? On all of Cameo? As far as uh, the internet uh, can find. Wow. Uh, Caitlyn Jenner or Floyd Mayweather? Floyd Money Mayweather. <laughs> Undefeated boxing champion. Uh, Sean, go ahead. So the other one has the name Jenner. So I don't know who Caitlyn Jenner is. I like I know I know the name, but I don't like. Used to be Bruce Jenner, Olympic gold medalist. Oh, oh, is that oh one? shit! Oh, Married okay. to the Kardashians, well, mom. I thought, wow. I was okay. picturing I was some like twenty-year-old daughters. Yeah. daughters. No. Yeah. Oh, that one. No, no. Like, uh, I'll say Caitlyn Jenner. Charges more, even though I think it's gonna be Floyd. But I was going with that one originally when I thought it was a twenty-year-old daughter, like that was full of herself. But so I'll I'll stick with it. Caitlyn Jenner. Hmm. I'm also gonna say Caitlyn Jenner. I feel like she would get more traffic than Floyd Mayweather. Uh. Because, I mean, who, who wants a cameo from Floyd Mayweather? Can he, he can barely talk. I mean, I'm sure he charges a lot, and he'll get someone to pay for it. But Floyd? who's like, I, I want Floyd Mayweather to wish me a happy birthday? Um, somebody out there, because he's charging a lot. Floyd Money Mayweather charges $999 for a one-minute cameo video. So essentially $1,000 a minute. Caitlyn Jenner, however, charges $2,500 <laughs> per Holy cameo shit. video. Wow, I'm so glad I stuck with that. But allegedly goes to her uh, uh, like foundation. But, you know, who knows? Still counts, uh, the Wheaties <laughs> Foundation? Like, you know, whatever. They all have a foundation. You can Anyways, have a picture on a box of Wheaties. That on a gives Sean a... Uh, is it three or four to three? Where all I know is Sean has a, a... Wait, I said Caitlyn Jenner. No, that gives Patrick a two, uh, one lead, a one point lead. It doesn't right. matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I got one final one. Damn, don't give away our secrets. It's been, I've been drinking and it's very late now. Anyways, uh, for all the marbles, I need you to put these ones in order. I'm going to give you three names. I need you to put them in order and tell me who costs the most from most to least, or least to most, least to most. And the names are Ice-T, Ice Cube, <laughs> and Vanilla Ice. <laughs> who costs the most from least to most on Cameo? Who costs the most? Uh. Who costs the most? From uh, least to most. Least okay. to most. So I'm going to say cheapest is Vanilla Ice. 
and then ice cube and then ice tea. I'm going to say the least expensive is iced tea and then vanilla ice and then O'Shea Jackson ice cube is the most expensive. All right. Neither of you got it correct. Oh, damn, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> However, Sean got two out of three, whereas Patrick only got one out of three. The correct order is vanilla ice coming in at the least expensive, $349.99. Ice tea costs $499.99. But just barely edging him out, Ice Cube cost $500 making him one penny more expensive than iced tea. <laughs> wow. <laughs> he did that shit on purpose. <laughs> That's cold uh, iced tea. Uh, All right, do you want a tiebreaker? Because uh, uh, I think you're technically tied. I mean, if you got one written down, yeah, let's, let's do this. <laughs> I can put one together. Okay. I just put, wrote down a bunch of names. All right. Who costs more on Cameo for all the marbles for – the Crown, Polly Shore, or Pee Wee Herman? <laughs> Definitely the Weasel. Going Weasel. Going uh, Weasel. I'm gonna say Pee Wee Herman because he can do it as a character, and I feel like that's more valuable. That is fair, unless that character is uh, the guy who jerks off in movie theaters. Because that's another. Well, I mean, character it's still the same played. guy. Uh, <laughs> it's true Paul Rubens aka Pee Wee Herman aka the guy who jerks us off in movie theaters uh, charges $299.99 for a cameo and Polly okay buddy sure charges $349.99 ah. giving Sean a come from behind victory mm. and continuing Patrick's streak of not winning games. <laughs> Thanks yeah. to the weasel. Wow. Keeping the it weasel. alive. <laughs> that was a fun grinded. one. That was good. That was good. I'm glad yeah. you guys didn't um, bring up to Austin that um, we tried yeah. to decide who could I was waiting for him. who's going to do that. <laughs> well, I was I him, but I, now I we can truly see if he's going to listen to the show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You think it's he could beat me up? I don't think he could beat me up. Shock my mock. I agree that Jihad Ward would be the best. <laughs> <laughs> I'll show you a mock to shock. No, nah, that was awesome. That was, cool. uh, that was good. Also, I listened to the last uh, episode that Austin was on. Anyone listening, go and check out uh, episode eight and all the other episodes. But, Sean, you brought up the movie Draft Day in that episode as well. <laughs> <laughs> like, I didn't bring it up you today. Love that movie. I know what you did last episode. Yeah, it's a great movie. It's not <laughs> a great movie. I love it. Kevin Costner <laughs> sees things that other people don't see. Oh, mm. God. It's one of my favorite lines in a movie. Jennifer Gardner. <laughs> I don't think his character's name is Kevin Costner. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> oh, my I mean, God. Pretty much he is, he is pretty gonna... much Kevin Costner in every movie he's ever been in. Exactly. Are we going to watch that movie together for 
for pod bonding? Probably I haven't not. seen it in probably since it came out. So I don't uh, see any benefit coming out of that at all. So. I think we should watch it together for, for pod bonding. We should do a live stream of draft day. Yeah. Hold on. <laughs> oh. Starring Jennifer uh, Garner and Kevin Costner and the uh, hapless Jaguars general manager yeah. played by character actor, some random guy. The can, uh, bumbling Jaguars. Well, we can watch it together. I can rent it for $4 on Amazon. That's uh, a Again, that's Amazon. <laughs> Just giving a shout out to them that's on behalf of A-M-A. the A-M-A. <laughs> You know why they named it Amazon? Because you can get anything from A to Z. Oh, shit. Is that what that's all about? Whoa, is that why yeah, the dude. arrow goes from A to Z? And yeah, it looks man. Like a get on face. board. Where have yeah. you been? Yeah, that's Logo 101. We need to tell Austin that. I don't know if he knows that. <laughs> so this has been the 2021 God Hates Jags NFL Draft Extravaganza. It's been fun. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks to Austin Lane for stopping by one more time with us. We're real excited. If you're able to get vaccinated at Regency, it's really fun. And then Thursday, April 29th, go to the stadium. I'll be hanging out. You'll see me there. Thanks, everybody. That was perfect. Good night. Not awkward at all. Rushed it! Yeah, I guess.